Hello, beautiful souls. So this is Adventures in Humanness, and this is going to be for also Zero to Freedom because health and wellness and spirituality, it's just all together. So on this journey, it's really important to open up at these times. And that's what I'm doing. And that's why I'm talking to Hussein today. So this is going to be welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the channel. This is a raw and real journey to health, wellness, wholeness by any means. And that means listening to when little voices say, hey, man, speak to this person. Because there's this really great app. Um, I'm going to introduce Hussein in a minute. He's going to introduce himself, actually. But there's this great app called Clubhouse. And I believe it's only for iPhone people at the moment. But it's really useful because if you're feeling lonely in the world right now and you're a little confused and, you know, you're not sure, we're all at different stages of opening up to lots of different things and information. And Hussein is one of the old, powerful, wise ones. And um, that's who I'm interested in talking to. And there's no judgment on anything. It's just who are we vibrating with? So this is Hussein. And he was on a room the other day. And I just thought, wow, what a lovely bunch of people. I was having a bit of a day, as we do. And I just, something told me, it popped up on my screen. I just popped, popped in. And I was like, it was my medicine, you know, and that's it. What's your medicine? Because I've got multiple things that everything and everything's a medicine. It's the sound, it's the people, it's, it's everything. So Hussein's voice was actually the medicine that day. And after that, listening to that room and those beautiful people were actually that gave me that will to like inquire that bit more into the humanness and just push through to those from those last limits. So I want, I'm going to introduce you to Hussein now um, and he's going to tell you a bit about himself and then we'll just see where it flows. Cause I think it's important that we recognize we're evolving our consciousness here and not get lost in everything else. So Hussein, thank you so much for coming and having a chat. It's relaxed today. He's gone on the sofa. I'm on my sofa. It's an adventure in humanness on the sofa. <laughs> Hi, JC. Hi. Yeah, JC, it's an, it's an amazing application, Clubhouse, isn't it? I mean, it makes you realize how small the world actually is and, and, and how similar so many people are around the world, you know, despite the differences in nationalities or cultures yeah. or, or all of that. Because you just hear the voice and you haven't got the the judgment of the outside physical form you just hear someone's voice so you go straight to the heart it's like the person yes. and you can tell really quickly if they're authentic or if they're not or you can tell if they're you know being their true selves or if they're not if they're trying to be someone else it's really quick to work someone out as well and I mean there's amazing. a lot of selling and stuff and networking which yeah. is great we need that but also there's you know there's some, a lot a lot of real just heart-centered um community but we need to collab in lots of ways it's we need lots of different stuff. How long have you been on there for then? And what, what have you found? Do you have your own groups or what? Give us a bit about yourself. What do you do? Who do you help? What do you help people with? What's, how do you serve? You know, because I know you do. And I know a bit of your story because we've spoken on voice messages back and forth. So I went on there around a year ago, uh, JC, but for months on end, I didn't really use it or I didn't speak. I didn't, I didn't even actually have a voice. I felt like I was quite. Really? 
Yeah, I, I used to struggle with public speaking or anything like that, like standing up in front of a group of people and speaking. I was really, I'd, I'd freeze or I'd get really uncomfortable. What, and, within and the club- year you've changed, yeah? Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, wow. And Clubhouse has completely transformed that. It's changed. But, I mean, it has coincided with a spiritual journey as well and yeah. and arriving at a different understanding of me and my place in the world and everything around me and everyone oh. else and my connection to everyone else. And we touched on that briefly didn't we? I don't know if you want to share that story, your experience, sure. because it seems to me like a lot of people are going to relate to this because real rushed, quick awakenings, you know, this is what I want to reach people. You're not mad, you know, all the things that's going on for people. People <laughs> haven't been on the spiritual path yeah. and they don't know and they, what's God? And they just see the religions and they just see, you know, dogma and different things. And it's like, that's the journey back to self is the journey back to God. And Hussein is going to share his experience. Yeah, and JC, what was amazing was that it did all really unfold in quite a short space of time. But then you could say, well, you know, maybe it was actually going on a lot longer than, than oh, yeah. just this period. You know, I mean, obviously it's like since childhood or even previous lives, if you believe in that, you know. Of course. Um, and I was, my parents are Kurdish. They're from the east of Turkey. They migrated to England. I was born in London. Um, I grew up in London to like 11 or 12. Then I moved to Coventry. Coventry. My parents changed, yeah, had a business there. And then I, I studied in Derby, Leicester, Milton Keynes. So what's your background? Economic. Are you business? Are you from that kind of my, mindset? My degree was economics. And then my, okay. my master's degree was communication, culture, and media. It was like media. Oh, style, I need especially some of that. Cultural <laughs> analysis. <laughs> yeah. that's, why I don't, that's why I don't watch the news. And that's why I don't believe in capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> you off totally it did yeah and then um i moved to spain 20 years ago to barcelona oh wow 20 years in Bar- yeah 20 years ago and in barcelona i met my partner we had our two daughters and we moved here to the basque country close to so Bilbao, what made you want to leave um, england ago. what made you want to leave england and go did you go off grid or did you just move in that way or were you awakening then I was always curious about like living elsewhere and I just thought you know there there must be different lifestyles or cultures which you know I'd probably fit in more did you yearn to be somewhere else when you're a child because this is you know the people that didn't fit in when they were young or felt like they just were looking just there's got to be more than this and you know often then you're sat outside of society as the broken ones or I'm not saying this was you but you know, there's something wrong with you because you consider this, you look outside of this box that we're showing you. So therefore we make you strange. And this is, well, there's a lot of people being made strange, isn't there? I think strange mm. is the new normal. What's normal anyway? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that move, JC, from London to Coventry when I was around 11 or 12 was quite um, complicated because I went from like a really multicultural environment and having friends from all over the world, like other kids who are children of immigrants. The immigrant kids and stuff to go into Coventry where there wasn't many foreigners at all and so it was my first oh. interaction with with British culture yeah. and not that I have anything against England or British culture you know it's like, it's my, it's, <laughs> 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 you know no, it was a bit joking. Of a... he's lovely it's all lovely <laughs> culture's amazing it's all brilliant but it was a it was a shock to me it was a shock to my I system bet. and then and then I had to like grow up between my family's expectations of me being like a Kurdish Turkish whatever Muslim son and then the outside world and fitting into British culture and, and that yeah. and so there was 
I had like kind of identity crisis or a personality split in my on top my... of the usual ones as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was an extra one. It was an yeah. extra one. You know, being Hussein and in Coventry, no foreigners and parents' did you expectations. Have, did you experience racism? Yeah, mild forms. I mean, nothing major. I don't know if there is a mild form of racism. Maybe you know, it probably affects you more than you actually realize at the well, time. Yeah, because but... it's like a dripping of that. You know, yeah. that kind of just you're not worth. Yeah. You know that every day isn't it if it's just little things you know that saying sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me well actually it's do, words that seep in and create the programs that yeah. infinitely hurt they might actually hurt more maybe the, the words actually hurt more Jason. of course because the, the, the injuries heal don't they but the words stay like emotionally they stay yeah, there and we don't, in, in the subconscious we, exactly exactly and that's what i wanted to touch on that's what we were talking about on clubhouse and that and that goes in deep and that's what we're doing so what what patterns have you stepped away from what in your awakening journey what you know yeah just share you see like there was i even played football in coventry and someone literally tried to break my leg just for the because of the fact that i wasn't like 100 british and literally someone had got nothing again just jumped in the air and tried to break my leg and even in barcelona when you know it was i was in my was in my late 20s or whatever during the iraq war and I told people my name was Hussein. They would like mimic a machine gun because it was the time oh. of the Iraq invasion. And they'd call me Saddam. Just laugh. Be like, you know, I wouldn't know what to say to people. It'd be like, anyway. It's just like, it's just so bizarre, you know? Like when you, you can't even be offended. You're just kind of like. What? Oh, it's like, <laughs> are you okay? Are you all right? Are you, That's how I felt. Really? That's how I felt. Is that, I honestly thought, is that, is that your level of intelligence? Like your consciousness? Is that exactly. how you react to I have to say this, I'm not like jeering, but like it is amusing. You know that film, Anything Goes, I think it's got that Paul. You did the one that did Paul, you know that film, that guy, Simon Pegg, and the, the aliens are all looking down, deciding whether to bring Earth into um, the thing, and they're, <laughs> and they're looking at Galactic Federation and all that, and um, they're looking down, watching people on YouTube, like bending over and fighting on each other, and they're like, oh... <laughs> I, don't think I, don't, I wouldn't blame them, <laughs> but no. we've all been there. So like we've all been at that level of consciousness, but you know, it's just surprising sometimes, isn't it still? Mm. And um, it's just, you know what it is with me. And this is what I want to talk about Hussein is we stepping into such beautiful energy and such beautiful awakening, because this is evolution, you know, whether anyone puts it on the TV or not, I mean, it's not happening. So you know, that's why it's important that we do connect on Clubhouse. Oh, I'm going off the screen. We do connect on Clubhouse. And that's why I wanted to talk to you because I just resonate, like you say, with the heart, with the authenticity. And I've had challenges with that. And we've all played bloody roles, haven't we? And it's yeah. happened to us all. And that's really the point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and it was important to me like this journey to, to authenticity, to spiritual awakening was massively important to me because it was like a, all of that, I mentioned that as a child, like I, I was like, I, I, was, I felt like I had to lie for a long time to my parents or whatever, just to fit in, just to meet other people's expectations, just to not hurt their feelings. I felt yeah. like I had to be somebody that I wasn't actually, so I wasn't being authentic. I wasn't being my true self because I felt like I couldn't be because I was still young. Because it would upset so this, someone. Because yeah, it would upset yeah. someone, yeah. And what I was actually doing was upsetting myself more than anything else, you know. Without over realizing. and over again. Yeah, but, exactly. But we're made to think that's acceptable that we should do that, and we're taught yeah. like you know, oh well, you know, don't be yourself. And if that might offend someone, that your behaviour that you're just making yourself happy with, you're not offending or doing anything. You're, you're 
true where you want to be but if that is not you know that's not accepted then you you shut that down you shut yeah. that down in yourself don't you yeah and so now that i've got to this place of authenticity that's all there is there's no going back it's like you, no. you either you, you take me or you leave me but this is it i'm not gonna i'm gonna be me and you know and i'm happy being me you know what it has to be do you find Hussein? it's like a strangling it's at the point now on earth okay here we're human beings we're having this experience we're experiencing form and whether anyone wants to know it or not the history and everything that we've known is just very we have a lot to learn and there's some older souls and people are waking up at different times but we all are and what i'm finding if if there's a resistance, if you're like fighting, no, I know the known, <laughs> uh, just don't resist, really don't, because, yeah. you know, the known is known and it's going to, it's awful and it's been limited and just have been brave. And I'm talking to myself always, you know, always the same. And what's made you just push through and like what have you experienced in manifestation what have you experienced in changes in your life and you know uh, this I, I think it'd be interesting to explain what happened with the spirituality in these last yeah. year or two and what, what led yeah, me yeah. to awakening jc is like you know Gorane, my partner is a doctor here at the hospital in bilbao she's a specialist in infectious diseases and so she got the virus really early on at the hospital at work she was at home self-isolated in a room you know, we've got three kids. I've got two daughters and a son. got two daughters and a son. So I was looking after the kids. I was looking after Godane. We were in lockdown for six weeks. And um, and I just looked around and I thought, you know, I just don't like what's going on. Like, not so much the pandemic, I, the noise around the pandemic, the hysteria. Mm. So I thought, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch. I'm going to switch this off. I'm just going to turn yeah. the noise off. And I thought, I'll do something I've never done before. You know, I'll really push this personal growth thing. Um, Jim Quick appeared on my screen. Jim Quick's like one of the leading brain coaches in the world. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. He's amazing. He goes to Hollywood and teaches Will Smith his like, lines for his films and stuff. And he he helped me to like develop these really good morning habits and go beyond limiting beliefs and like help me switch my mindset because we're really limited in, in what we believe we can do or what's possible by our memories and our experiences. And we limit ourselves in you know, what we can actually achieve. And I did his online course. I wrote the notes out. I printed. I wrote them again on the computer. I put them all over the wall. I really what worked. course really is that? Lim- I'll put it in the links. What course is that? I'll... I don't actually know what it's called, but you know, Jim. Jim's got like an online app, and on, on his website, he's got all, all sorts. He's got like courses around speed reading. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. Well, I'll put the link anyway. Yeah, he's brilliant, Jay He's like honestly, he was like the he was like the catalyst. He just set me off. Um, he just, we all I just need that really, thing, don't we? We all yeah, need that. That, that one thing, that spark. And once that spark comes, then it sparks the other sparks. Yeah, if you allow totally. it to keep One coming. thing leads to another, yeah. And, and, and it was like, I was worried about short-term memory. I wouldn't remember people's names. I remember faces, but not names. And I thought, oh, aging, you know, memory, whatever. I was like a little bit worried. But Jim like helped me to remember the names, use my brain better. He, he helped me to Im- improve my brain function. Like, um, um, I think I should do his course, actually. <laughs> definitely. It, his book's good as well, Limitless. But he's got loads of videos online, like anyway, you know, just like yeah. loads of stuff on YouTube. And he's, he's amazing. He, I just found it really engaging. And then after all of this, um, you know, Jim mentioned meditation and how important it is, apart from the morning habits that he got me onto, um, like just the foods that you eat, like super brain foods that's or whatever. Really, that's so important. But you say the morning habits, but like what you're talking about here is 
the pillars the foundations that you know you're like that's the start isn't it because when when you start putting those habits in because that's why i found just changing those things doing those just whatever yeah. it is man yeah yeah it starts to have an effect doesn't it jason and then he he had this video with emily fletcher who's his friend on in meditation her book's called um Stress less, accomplish more. Emily Fletcher. That I think good she's she's, from the, she's been to the state. Uh, she's been to India. She's like I think she lived there like four years or whatever. She speaks. She teaches a specific kind of meditation, which is like tailored for people in the West who have got busy lifestyles. You don't have okay. much time. Like you know, obviously meditating for an hour or two would be great, but for a lot of us, it's not really practical because it's just not. <laughs> and also, you don't actually need to because there's a lot no. of, there's there's a lot of false spiritual templates, and that you know people need to understand stand and discern truth of what you don't need to do it you don't need to go into a cave um mm. you know there's ways to implement like meditation like you say this emily who you're saying that you make it work and you make it and it, I, I believe it's essential it's essential in these times to mm. because that's what we're creating from and we yeah. can't create from what we're seeing that's not life-giving yeah well, what was great with her as well, JC, was that, you know, because a lot I hear a lot of people would like to meditate, but they don't really know how to, even though yeah. there isn't really a bad way to meditate. Uh, I've heard, you know, there's so many different ways, but she just made it really easy. She just, it's really specific, 15 minutes. And she says 15 minutes in the day and 15 minutes in the afternoon. And I never really got around to the afternoon one just because of, you know, kids and family and responsibility yeah. work. So I just did the morning one, but I did the morning one every morning. I literally sat every morning for 15 minutes. No, not really much idea about what I was doing, but I did it for so you'd week never after done it week. Before. You'd never done meditation. Maybe the odd occasion, but never like any kind of a, a you know, a practice, like a habitual thing. But literally, this was the first time, and I, I sat every day for 15 minutes, and this went on for weeks and months, and sort of started feeling like some, something was changing, you know, like uh, it was becoming easier. Maybe there was there were less thoughts, or it was easier to let the thoughts drift off, drift by, you know. You start, you start to feel like you know you, you're actually observing the thoughts but you don't have to engage with them so much or that and kind of thing and how did your life change you know as you implemented meditation and you started seeing you know results in the actual meditation state but did you notice a flow of life changing did you calmness a lot a lot, lot a lot calmer a lot yeah. less reactive to situations maybe a lot yeah. more like a you know, reflective, not not reacting too hastily or too quickly, or just being able to be calmer. Yeah, and that's the key, isn't it, Hussein? Because it's the response. Because well, there's a lot to react to in in our lives, in the personal, in the collective, and that's really the key. And I guess for me, what you're talking about in meditation, that that is the key for us to have that to go sit in that quiet place and be in response mm. when we are triggered by things yeah. that are unconscious you know and almost always is our, our, our secondary or delayed reaction is never the same as the immediate reaction as well never never i'm an asshole like know? sometimes you, you <laughs> <laughs> it's, i always find it just if i let things cool down and then just you know let them you wait a bit and then when you come back to it it's never it's not as serious or it's you don't no, you know, you're not as not. pent up or it's not as Never. And it's the ego, isn't it? It's a little ego. Ah, I'm justified. Oh, you know, but it's great being justified. You know, this is the point. Well, you know, there's a lot of things to be angry about. And we can really rage against loads of things, can't we, Hussein? 
Mm. But what's the point? Because it actually makes you feel ill. You know, it actually, yeah. I mean, there's a way we need to move anger through, don't we? How do you how do you do that, Hussein? Do you have any practice of um what, what other practices do you do? Do you use with anger? Well, just anything, you know, like in just what you because you say you meditate meditation. What what else do you have in your daily kind of routine practice? Reading, I read a lot. I mean, That's just good. basically it's a lot of meditation and reading, and I do walk a lot and I go in the forest. I've literally got a forest 10 minutes from here, and I go barefoot. Oh, that's so I, good. I, I take off my shoes and socks, like earthing, grounding. Yes. Um, I place my hands on trees. I'll just be in, in nature. Have you read the, the book, Earthing, singing. as well? I just read that. I haven't recently. read the book. There's a brilliant You don't need doctor. to. You just know what it does. But, like, it's interesting, the science and stuff. That people rediscovering things their body just knows, you know. They see the Earthing movie on YouTube. It's a documentary, an hour and 15. It's called The Earthing Movie. Yes. And it's brilliant. It's so brilliant, the guy. I'll put the like link in here too if you're interested, yeah. people, as well. And it's, it's healing. It's like we, the earth heals us. We're so like focused on medicines and pharma and, and all of this now that we've forgotten actually about the body's in, in, you know, inherent ability to heal Isn't itself. It? Exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's the most work. pertinent thing that we need to remember because that's what I, you talk about going into the forest. That is how I keep myself alive. I've got lumps and bumps all over me. And I'm not about the old story of how, you know, whatever mm. happened and with the medicine. I, I've sat, I was angry for a while about that. But, you know, the thing is to get back to re the remembrance, like his saying says, of keeping the best of what we've made as humankind, you know, but into going back to the ancient ways because they are the best because we are breath, sound, frequency and vibration. And if we don't un live as understanding that, we're living as the, the nail, you know, instead of the whole cosmic body. Yeah. I, I had like an example of it last week. I had like a flu and I was just like really careful about what I was eating, what I was drinking. I went into the forest and normally it takes me a lot longer and I hadn't been sick for like a year and a half, two years. I have no illness Did you whatsoever. recover quicker? Yeah, much quicker. Like literally, I went to the forest two days. Uh, one of the days it was sunny. The other day it wasn't sunny, but I still went. And I just, I, you know, connected with Earth. I was just I had that calmness, a connection. It, it like envelops you. It yeah. envelops you. It really. It lasted the three, energy is it so lasted strong. three days. So it lasted three days, and normally it lasts a lot longer. You know, suddenly on the fourth day, I already started feeling better. I'd like wow. just you, you, you heal quicker. Absolutely, a hundred percent. I mean, that's what and the energy that's pouring on. I don't know how much you know about the, the extra plasma, the biophotonic light particles are literally pouring in the human resonances. You know, this is this is the light of the sun. If you stand, I don't know about you saying, you stand in the sun, you can feel mm. yourself just oh, yeah, absorbing, you're breathing it, you're <laughs> breathing it. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I tell the kids when sometimes we're in the street, I say, stop. Look at the sun, close your eyes, just feel it on your face, on your skin. And they do, they just stop and look at it and you can feel the heat from it. So, Oh, it's just amazing, but it's so healing. I can literally, you know, that's what I use. I go out, I stand in the garden a few times. If I'm having a tough day, I'll just go out, you know, I'm working and stuff and I'll just stop when I know I need to stop because I, I listen more now. <laughs> um, and I'll just go and stand outside and it's been actually beautifully sunny and we talked, you were telling me about the, the sun coming in through your window. And I was like, yeah, I just today. appreciate that <laughs> so much because, you know, we just look out and went to trees and the sun and I just get 
joy from that. And we got to yeah. get back to that. And that's what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying it's kids looking at the sun. Simple joys. We've yeah. really got to get back to these simple joys, really. Yeah. And they are joy. Totally. They are. Really. They see? So we're, like, we've got, I was on to this meditation for six or seven months. Lockdown had finished, went back to work, to the office one day. I was working remotely, but just went into the office to see people. Someone at work, one of my mates, John, he, he said, have you heard of Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now? And I was like, no, never heard of him before. So I bought it, I read it, and it's like still meditating, read The Power of Now, thought it was interesting. And obviously, because of Jim Pickle, I was just like going through books like anyone's business, like one book after another. I read a book called... Oh. <laughs> Ego is the enemy, which I'm not sure about that title. You know, I'm not sure I would call ego an enemy. I don't think we should say it's the enemy. I was like yeah. that before, but then yeah. I've kind of gone, you can't, because you can't. No, I wouldn't yeah. say, I wouldn't call anything, I wouldn't call anything the enemy. I wouldn't even use that word. Yeah, you just, it's I no point. Yeah, but I mean, that was the title of the book, like from that author. I can't remember his name. Ryan Holiday, I don't know what his name is. But then I thought The Power of Now was interesting. You know, I've heard so much about it since then. But I just carried on reading. And then when I was reading... A New Earth by Eckhart, the meditation and the New Earth, there was something going on with A New Earth. When I started reading that book, it was like, what's happening here? There was like a rising within me. There was like something rising. And like the words were like piercing my, my heart. It was just like- You were ready, words, you were ready. Yeah, something was rising. The meditation, Eckhart, not just the book as well, his videos, whatever, like it was, something was happening. And I just felt it rising in me, like turning the pages of the book, and then at one point, I don't know if it was spring last year. I think it was spring last year. I can't remember the exact time. And it was like holding the book in my hands, turning the pages. And it was like, oh, my God. So something just happened. And it was just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Everything dropped. Johnny, we literally... have a winner. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, okay. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. And then, when, then you're like, I don't know if when, when you've gone, ah, you go through like a bit of like, oh, I can't believe I've like lived through that, like, or done certain things. Or like, you know, and as the human, this isn't it. Oh, I can't believe. Then, then it's like, just, oh, stop it. Just, ah, oh. <laughs> just, just be, just breathe, man. Just, it, it just get back there. It was so overwhelming, JC. I was like literally climbing the walls. I was like, I have to share this with the world. Like, so just what like, you're describing has is to know this. love, this feeling, this just openness. Yeah, it's just... It was just clarity, so yeah. much clarity. Like all of the questions dropped. Like it was like I received the answers to all of the questions or all of the doubts that I ever had about anything in you a did. split second. <laughs> everything made sense. Like everything made sense. All at once, like, all because you're questions... accessing it on a different level. You see, mm. you know what we talked about on the phone. So with your practice, you we just open up our channel and allow all that's there already but that we're limited to so when we put a practice in like you know that we think of silly and why would you do that kind of thing but actually they're all the bits of medicine that create that magic that then wakes that remembrance up in us and then we're like like Hussein says ah oh. and it's available to us all you know like what makes yes. me laugh Hussein is you know when people like talk about gurus and like people are useful people are useful signposts but it's within us like you were saying about nature medicine it's it, it's within us mm. you know it absolutely is they see and you discover that there's two worlds the outside world and the inside world and i didn't realize there was an inside world but then when you when you when you look deep within yourself you you find the universe 
you find God, you find yourself, you find everything. And then what happens is you can bring what you found inside to the outside world. And then the way you interact with the outside world is never the same again. And when you do that, and that was so beautiful, the way you put that. And when you do that with love and pure intention and amplification, then you make stronger that and you make that real and you bring that to the table and then you draw the others that bring it to the table. And that's how it's amplification of our energy and our, our, our drawing because we are frequency. And I'm sure Hussein's noticed as soon as you start, it's the belief, as soon as you just let go of some of these things that we've been holding on to for so long that we just thought were normal, things change. They really do with such simple practices. And I think we think it's so it's not attainable for me. Oh, I have to wear a certain clothes or be this. You don't need anything. You don't need anything. See you, saying. No, don't need anything. You realize that you come to that realization that you've already got everything you need and that you're complete already. You, you stop looking for love <clears throat> from other people or because you realize that, you know, you, you've already got enough with yourself. You, the love is inside. Once you're complete and you feel complete, you realize you're complete, then you no longer start looking for love in other places or from other people. You no longer expect other people to complete you you realize that you're already complete because a lot of the time we get into unhealthy relationships because we feel like we need somebody else to, to, to fill the gap or the emptiness that we don't feel for ourselves. Like my, my relationship, even with my partner, with everybody just completely transformed. Cause you know, I realized I don't actually need anything or anybody. I've already got everything I need here and now. Like you, so, you know, like Eckhart teaches. so your cup's yeah. full. Yeah. The present moment, like present moment is where divinity is. JC It's like what past, what future, What's that? They don't exist. Yeah. The now. now. That's all that exists. You realize that time doesn't even exist. Time is man-made. It's some man-made creation. And have you what, noticed what how time changes before, now? What happened before we had time? What was there? Everything's <laughs> a construct. This is the thing. It's so hard for a human mind to start unraveling. Yeah. And that is why, you know, there's going to be a lot of mental health that we just, that's why we must come back to our breath. Because if you think with your mind, it's too much you have to trust with your heart because mm. we make it so very bloody complicated and actually it's actually really simple mm. and like it's more fun being simple too you know and listening to that yeah they see and things that were on the end of my nose that i couldn't see before like the beauty like Mm. listening to birds or just nature things that like this is an incredible place but i i, I wasn't aware of it it's I wasn't like you aware. saw it but you didn't see it it's like no you, yeah you're exactly there. yeah you're not conscious of it you're not awake to it you know you're not aware of it but everything transformed like i could hear things i couldn't hear before i could see things before i couldn't see before and like intuition became like a sixth sense where you don't rely on thought so much anymore you just follow your intuition and your heart yeah. Even to make decisions, you make decisions quicker because you just follow what feels right because rather you're going than thinking from your or processing. knowledge, aren't you? Yeah. You're going from your your divine divine knowledge, which is your higher yeah. self, which is, you know, we we just don't know. We we're not. This is put off somewhere, but this is the world we live in. A quantum universe. You can't have one thing, one place, and then but it's like this because that informs that. Yeah. So, you know, when we start stepping into that, and it's really not complicated, like Hussein saying, you know, 
because when I listened to him on Clubhouse, actually, you know, isn't it so funny? Because just the resonance of his voice, and this is the first time like he's telling me, you know, his background and everything, really. But I thought I'm, I was surprised that he said he just started waking up a year ago. Well, probably a lot longer, but you know, let's say the big changes. Because I thought, oh wow, this guy's been. You know, he's a wisdom keeper. He's known it for years. <laughs> he's known it for years because I only attracted to people like you. Well, you are a wisdom keeper. You are. Um, you wait. Oh, well, you are. <laughs> there you go. And we all are, but we've got different parts for different things. And that's that's what's happening. We wake up to our unique are and actually think like, you know, what what's my mission? What's my sole purpose? What am I for? And start asking those questions to your higher self, you know, that's really useful, isn't it? So you see, like in that awakening moment, what came was a, a, an understanding, like a feeling, a knowing of universal consciousness. Like I realized that, you know, we're all part of that same consciousness, like humans, animals, nature, and even life forms outside of this planet that we're not aware of. Like I realized that we, we're all one, like we're all one, one in this consciousness. And I stopped seeing people like as in, physical form like I just started seeing beings I, I wasn't looking at a man or a woman or a child or an aged person like I just felt like I was looking at myself every time I saw someone like I was in their shoes yes and it's like it was just like incredible like and my I was just like smiling at everyone it was like constantly because in they're a state you. of bliss and you felt that <laughs> isn't that yeah. isn't it when you feel that you're like why yeah. would I want to harm you why would I want to you're harming you're yourself you're harming yourself if you harm someone else. It's like, that's what happens. It's like, there's, there's no need for all of those negative emotions that, you know, we're attached to fear. Like what happened was How I How do we get past fear. it though, Hussein? How do we help each other as a collective now with all this division? And we know, okay, I'm not going to get into any of this stuff because I'm not going to give yeah. my energy to it. Yeah. But I will say what we said about television. Yeah. That's not life-giving. And anyone that tells you to act like you're ill and things, that's not life-giving because I do the exact opposite polarity to stay alive every day. And we must yeah. know these things. So how are these times of tension the same? Well, like this giving energy, like you say, movement. giving energy or discussing those things don't actually solve anything. Like no. just talking about them or bringing them into our consciousness no. and completely continuously repeating the same thing. It doesn't solve anything. And it's, it's it about just loops leading. you around again and again. Exactly. And that's the whole exactly. point, isn't it? It keeps you there trapped. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's more about being the example, being the person who's, who's spreading consciousness, who's spreading love. Be the lighthouse. Talk- Be the lighthouse. Exactly. Don't bring fear into people's consciousness. Don't constantly bombard people with fear like the media does. There's, that's where, where there's no point into the media. So meet people where they're at is what you're saying. Yeah. De- yeah, definitely. Definitely. You see, like last summer in July, I was in Turkey with the kids. God only came for two of the weeks. We were there for a month with my parents. They've got, they, they spend the summers in Turkey. And someone on Instagram uh, messaged me and said, can you help me? I've got 101 kids in my care in Uganda, 61 are orphans, 40 are from single parent families. His name was Mandela. His father named him after Nelson Mandela. Oh, cool. And I was like, who's this guy? I've got no idea who this guy is. And like, what can I help him with? I'm not a wealthy person, whatever. And I was like, it was the time, around well, the time of Ramadan. randomly off Instagram, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So me and my mum like sent him like, what, some money to, to feed the kids. They called us on a video call. So we were like, look, looking oh. at the kids, like waving at them. It was really nice. Oh, so we did beautiful. That it's lovely. <laughs> and, then, and then I brought Mandela, a few weeks after, I brought Mandela onto Clubhouse. He didn't even know what Clubhouse was. Oh, and then you? we had a room. Yeah, we had a room on Clubhouse. And uh, 
Nicky Corley brought Pete Cohen in. Chris Connors got involved from a UK charity called the Coco Foundation. We had like a fundraiser. We had a fundraiser. It was supposed to be 12 hours. It was all about leadership. Then they said, no, let's do 24 hours. And it went on for 29 hours. And in 29 hours, we got to 10,000 pounds. And just like five, six weeks ago, Mandela bought five acres of land in Uganda to build dormitories for the boys and the girls so the kids can become self-sufficient, grow the own animals and like no longer have to rely on outside outside donations and man that's but, fucking sorry that's a beautiful <laughs> story oh, i want to know now i'm involved in another cry. one that's literally now made me feel so happy <laughs> now i'm involved in another one for like 270 children in uganda from someone else who and this just comes from the instagram link just that link yeah, up. yeah 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 yeah. that's just that's it's the like, thing you know when you don't people don't take their chance because my daughter so i've just got to jump in you know but that just thing you might you might not have helped him and yeah. then that wouldn't have led to clubhouse and then that wouldn't have led exactly. to this exactly. that's it you know breadcrumbs so it's one person to listen listen and care and think can i help like actually ask yourself that question yeah, rather than I? just say no no i can't do anything you say well can i you just like if just by listening like the ripple effect, I had no idea what would happen. It was incredible. Like That's Pete's amazing. got 30,000 followers on, on, on Clubhouse. And he came into the room and he said, what can I, how can I help you? That was his first question to Mandela. And it all took off from there. And it's just been incredible. That's so amazing. Would, you, would it be okay? Because I'd like to support all this and everything that you provide me. Obviously, when you give me your bio, I'll, I'll put how you can you know, contact or work with Hussein or whatever he's going to lay out. But um, I'll also put links, you know, to who we've talked, like who 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 he's worked with too. So like, you know, as well to just make awareness of that. But I wanted yeah, to yeah, ask JC, you. I'm, just... I'm open to anything, JC. You That's know what great. it was? Sorry, do you want to go first, or should I? I just want to say because it's just tagging on the end of that point. Um, I wanted to ask just to bring up the global stand for love that I was talking about because as soon as you're talking about these rooms, can you bring me into some of the rooms because I I want to create awareness to get yeah, more people involved so if we could it's to we launch can even do we can do rooms together as well jc if you want i'd love There's to do i'd love to do one a week or at least one a week or one every two weeks because i want to talk about and get transformational health journeys i've got a channel for that but yeah. i've got about six people on it i want people to talk about lots of different things it's just it's bringing lots of breadcrumbs and seeds together so Hussein, if you could help with this uh, that's coming up on the 30th that's launching the global health trust so that's so people can reach out and educate themselves in different ways and get allocation for funding. So it's just, that's, again, that's going to just spark so much communication and collaboration for people because the people that sign up to do it, they'll get business from the people I send to them and they'll get promotion yeah. for their business. And that's the thing. It doesn't have to be the me anymore. It's the we. Yeah. That's what works better. Yeah. That, that one day is complicated for me, Jesse, because I'm flying to Amsterdam literally on the 30th of March. Oh, we'll just... Let me know, and we'll just kind of because I see you pop up all the time. And yeah, I no, and it's yeah, well, definitely, it. definitely. I'll ping I've got you a couple in. of yeah, definitely. You can just send me your my, my number anyway, so you can just like yeah. message me or whatever. Um, I've got two clubs on there, JC. One's called Spiritual Family, and one's called Consciousness Movement. Oh, put that in the link, so I'll, I'll join them because they'll be obviously in resonance to you, and that yeah. I'm sure I'll enjoy them. But nothing structured, no room scheduled. It's like. It's a bit random, but I mean, I, I should like really that. schedule rooms and do like weekly rooms. Yeah. It'd be nice to have like rooms scheduled because then people know you're going to be there and they'll probably get more people coming in. And, and I'm going to do a scheduled one because I need to do because yeah. I'm too much one way. So I'm anchoring myself into, you know, because I float around in the ether. And the thing is about bringing the things down. 
Because yeah. <laughs> even though it might be painful, can't just <laughs> escape our, the things that we have to do. But basically, at the end of the day, he's saying, I know how to heal. I've done so much research, and I've told you lots of things and stuff. I'm not going to talk about them now. But, like, you know, I, we know how to do this. And I, I know it's laid out yeah. in front of me, literally. But it's the humanness that is pervasive. Because even when we know things that we've been given chances, we still, you know, those, they're very pervasive, the programs and the subconscious you know conditioning that we've had so for such a mm. long time in this lifetime yeah. and previous lifetimes and it's letting go of it ancestrally generationally and it all clears now yeah. this is it and it's like but you have to align with that you have to want to step through and that's the yeah. important thing to definitely intention is everything isn't it intention like and just actually curiosity and having those questions that lead you to the answers which you know and then like we said before the answers are inside like once you look in the right place, everyone's got those answers there. Just knowing where to look and how to look, and, and having the the you know the intention right and the curiosity, the, the required curiosity to get there. And having way shows and, like you and um, people who are willing to be authentic and and talk because we really this is the time that we must talk because, like you said on Clubhouse, you don't you're not saying you're from here, you're from there, and that, and that's you know you reminded me that is the charm. And then we're just speaking to each other's hearts. And this is not woo-woo. This is absolutely essential. You know, mm. this is not anything but human evolution and getting back to ourselves. How can yeah. people reach out to you, Hussein? I mean, how do you work with people? What do you do in business now? I've got different jobs, uh, JC. I'm a, soccer, I'm a football agent. I work for a huh. U.S. antioxidant like supplement company, anti-aging okay. creams and stuff. And I'm also starting to work now with a company in Holland, another company in Holland called Awake Origins, who work around consciousness, like for companies and stuff, so that companies okay. like uh, uh, treat their employees like differently or have like more. Awesome. Yeah, Amazing. that's really cool. They have like retreats. They're called circles. They have decoding yourself like online is like a. Uh, What's the name a of their company? Thing. Awake Awake Origins. And what do you do for them again? Just I'm just like to work with them now, collaborating with them. Like, yeah. uh, and I might be like a facilitator or a navigator. Ooh, put the like links you. in for them because you know I think yeah. the more we have to share about these businesses that are highlighting these things, because you yeah. know you can make money and do well and have conscious practice. Yeah. You know, it's it's true. It just makes everything easier. It just makes everything easier, JC. You it know, it's does. like why why would you do things unconsciously when you could do them consciously? <laughs> because it works so well for people. <laughs> That's why. Because, you know, really, when you do it consciously and everyone can be a winner, isn't that better? I yeah. think so. You go beyond losers and losers and you arrive at only winners. There's exactly, everyone because... Than, you don't have to have losers. That's the exactly, big lie. Exactly, it doesn't have to be. Like, yeah, win, win, it doesn't have to be losers. That's the point. It doesn't have to be. But like, we're everyone so can win. kind of held to that fact, but no, someone, I must compete. Someone must lose yeah. for me to win. Competition. No. It's, it's just like, I've got such a big hang-up about competition, JC. It's like, there doesn't need to be like there doesn't need no. to be losers like we can actually all win you know it's like well you should have a hang up about it because it just brings out the worst in us of our mm. ego and it keeps us held on to that exactly you exactly. know just that last vestige you know what i like to say and i like my coat the coat of many egos take you can't kill it to take it off it's like mothy and and you know everything i say to anyone else i'm always saying to myself and i'm like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. Like, <laughs> so 
So you're working, you're doing your thing, spreading your love, like bringing your light on Clubhouse. And what's the name of the clubs again? Spiritual Family and Consciousness Movement. That's so cool. I'm going to get, you know, we're all led to people because, you know, and then just as I'm talking to you, I'm seeing, you know, can, it's so funny how that works, isn't it? Once you're in flow resonance you can kind of see and you you can sense and obviously it's an energy thing but you can sense that you'll work together or you will do something even if it's not the thing that you plan that it will go off somewhere but be Mm. open to surprises that what would what's always 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 is you have to be open because if you're not open sometimes opportunities are looking you right in the face and you just don't see them you just let them disappear you just don't even realize it's there because you're not open to tell you this man you're gonna love this one hussein Okay, I think I told you this on the voice message. Yeah, I think I did, but I'll just share it anyway. So I was saying to my daughter, what we were saying about time, well, there really truly is no time, it's a construct. (laughs) And just as I said time, okay, a 70s, old 70s man drove towards us, had time written (laughs) on a placard, right? On the driver's (laughs) thing, no reason, time. And I went... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> that was a good oh, one brilliant <laughs> that was, that's the thing then you start really once you start stepping into you really will realize that you create and that's a big responsibility um isn't it that's what we don't yeah. like <laughs> yeah fight yeah. against that yeah and it was a who was the other big influence neil donald walsh conversations with god oh, i'll have to look into that I'm going to write everything down and like kind of put the books because it, that's part of the discovery. It's very like you, you know, the books that you read led you to yeah. where you are. So they're important. definitely book one to three. Amazing. This just like changed my whole understanding of like God, like her, because Neil talks about there being no judgment. Like he, he deconstructs everything that's been taught in, in religions about sin and judgment and that kind of thing and heaven and hell. Mm. And he, you know, he just, it takes you on this journey and it's incredible. And, Book four I've read as well, and that's about awakening the species. <laughs> that's really interesting as well. And I actually What's talked it to him because awaking the species. Oh, awaken the species. That's relevant. Yeah. <laughs> so I've read four of his books, but the amazing thing about Neil is he's on Clubhouse every week. See, that's the thing. Written, you get is, once is you written, get on, you can follow the people, and then they do their own things as well. But you, do you still need an iPhone for this Clubhouse, or is it opened up? On Android as well. Oh, you can. Okay, oh, yeah. that's good then. Yeah. You definitely yeah. should get on it because the same's going to be on there. I'm going to actually be starting something. I'm not sure. It's probably going to be on the global stand for love that's coming because that's the most relevant thing at the moment. Mm. But um, we've been talking. How long? We, it's twelve twenty-one now. We came on exactly on the dot half eleven. I want to ask. Something smells like his. <laughs> I want to ask the same. What do you want? Like, what's out of this? conversation what do you want to most share like your not your last statement you're not going anywhere but you know what i mean what do you want to kind of impart and um highlight or promote anything yeah i just i wanted to say like that thing that i learned off neil as well on the video he says once he said uh you know our lives are not defined only about what we do for ourselves um you know because self-love and self-care and all of that is, is vitally important he said um it's, a, it's about how we touch every other being we come into contact with you know like it could be a smile a kind word it's what we do in service and that was that was like a big game changer for me as well I learned that from Neil and that that was before what happened with Uganda and and, and Mandela and I realized you know life is is a life of service it's about you know 
bringing down these constructs of separation, of fear, of you know, ego, and 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 understanding what unites us, which is consciousness beyond nationalities, all of these things that separate us, otherness. And focusing on that. Focusing yeah. on, on, on and when you get rid of all of that, when you get rid of the fear and the separation and everything, the only thing you left you're left with, JC, is love. And that's what we are. And it's so you know, at these times of just so beautiful to talk to people like Hussein because it reminds me because you know, sometimes we can look around and think things are one way, but just don't forget it's the way you want it to be, and this is available it's available to everyone to step into that peace, that love, that harmony. It's not woo-woo. It's not for rich people. It's not, you know, it's the gardens for everyone, like true garden, you know, you know, the truth, the actual, the actual truth. Um, And we are infinite creators. And once we realize and we take full responsibility for our creation, like, you know, I create a shit life this time, you know, I take responsibility you know, whether they treat me or not, I created those physical manifestations of disease and I'll get rid of them because we can. And that's the thing. And that's the beauty. And it's exciting. So let's remember that and be excited. And it's going to be tough. We're going through tough times. There's no doubt about that. But I think it's really important to know that if there's people, and I'm sure you'll resonate with this saying, if there's people that you don't have to judge them, then there's no offense. But if you just, they're just not both, they're just choosing a different way. And they're not ready to come as quick or whatever. There's no judgment, but there is decisions to be made. I really think that's an important point to make because some people may damage, like you said, always try and help people like you are, you know, always trying to people please. Well, this is a time to please, you know, reaching with God and please ourselves because you're going to help more people doing that than trying to adopt whatever they're lost in, you know? Yeah. Totally. You know, something becomes good or bad when we attach the label to it. They see if you accept things for what they are, there's only things are the way they are, you know. The yeah. the, the the label you attach to them makes them good or bad. It's just the perception that you come with to the situation or to the person that, that defines how you how you observe it. It is. And that the humanness is tricky. And even when we get to certain levels of understanding, there's there's a going back sometimes and revisiting old things and old patterns to just bring things that aren't fully healed up. And, you know, I'm not fully healed. And that's, that's why I did this channel stuff because I kind of wanted to be done. Like I'm take me out the oven. Now I'm cooked to Look, Isn't it fantastic? I've healed, <laughs> but I just thought it was more relevant to, you know, be authentic. Seen as like what Hussein said, it's so challenging for me to do that because I like, we all have played so many bloody roles <laughs> and it's finding like, okay, what is the actual truth? You know, what do I like? You know, what do I enjoy? Do I like painting? Even though if I didn't do it before, like, you know, I don't know if you started any hobbies, but like open up, do I like writing? Oh, maybe I want to go and take some <laughs> pictures or something. That might be fun. You know, Why not? Definitely. What do you do? What do you enjoy doing? What kind of like, you know, you've said about going into nature, but, I do, I do, I do some writing, um, I dance, something called contact improvisation. What's that? Like the contact improvisation, it's called. I've never heard of that. I started that in Barcelona. It it was started in in the US by Steve Paxton, something like 1975. It's like a, it's it's, it's dancing, but it's improvised. It's like you come into contact with other bodies. 
Okay. Like you, you, you dance with other people, you separate, you, you like, you just, you well, like you're cool. making form, yes. like, and then like, yeah. oh, I should do that because I can't stand being around people. That really pushed me out of <laughs> my comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was a reason you said that. Oh, it's made my body go. Oh. If you, where, where do you live again, JC? Oh, and um, you've had to make me think about where I live now. Now I feel sad. No, <laughs> no, I live in a beautiful place. It's called Pagham, actually, in West Sussex, in England. Okay. Yeah. You know, like we contacted improvisation. I'm not sure if you're going to. I try gave it, a bit but... too much of my address there, didn't I? <laughs> I'm actually leaving soon anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But like contact improvisation is everywhere. Like there's like gatherings, like weekly, two weekly, monthly. Is that whatever. like people... the main name it comes under? Then it umbrellas yeah, off. Contact improvisation. Okay. People contact I've improvisation and the main and a, and a city nearby where you live, something will come up. From. Isn't that funny? Like I've never heard of that, and I kind of know about dance and art things. I'll probably push that so far out my field because it like no, oh, get away from me! Contact people. No. Don't touch me. <laughs> it's yeah. funny when we like we can laugh at our patterns, and it's really important, like you know, to not get precious about things because you know I find it really funny when I you know you are so invested in doing something, then you're like ah. Oh, that's actually quite amusing I've been doing that and then it's like a discovery isn't it as you move through it's got to be it's got to be an adventure yeah. Hussein what do you say what do you say definitely definitely make it fun definitely an adventure make it and then fun. and then JC you say well actually you don't need to die to go to heaven or hell because they're right here right now <laughs> that's it I'm so glad you brought that and, and yeah. heaven is here right in front of you right in this present moment and hell the only hell that actually exists is in the mind which isn't healed or which is stuck in trauma, suffering or the past or the future. When you're in the present moment, when you're aware, when you're awake, you're, you're already in heaven. You don't have to go. You don't have to die, wait till you die. You don't have to die. And um, I think it really bothers me that people think they have to die and they just think in a certain way and everything's been put in certain boxes. And OK, let's have it clear here. Seeing as we're talking about this, you know, there's essence of truth in everything, but you know, everything has been a control and a, a way things are of an old paradigm. Mm. And you know, our religions are intrinsically part of that. But and that's what pe puts people off God and finding truth and love and the true teachings and different things like that because of that mess up with these little essences of truth. But there's there isn't, you know. There's only the one, the all, and it's Punishment. within us. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I've really enjoyed talking to you, Hussein. You know, maybe we Me can too. Like, come on like once a month and um. Yeah, whatever. Good love topic to or something. It's been so easy going. You know, it's been like so natural. That's great. Oh, <laughs> now my throat's like, hey, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, that's it. Now I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. I've spoken for like <laughs> half an hour. No, I've loved it. I've absolutely loved it. And that's what it's Me about. Too. And if you know, Hussein, anyone who wants to come on and talk about anything, if they're an innovator, an activator, anything that's bringing conscious technique, new innovation, please send them my way. Because like we I said, will. it's not just about one thing. I get people on about all different things, um, equipment, modalities, everything. So please, please share as I'm sure we'll be in contact now. Last words, not finally, but, you know, just on here. It's just like what you're just saying. Uh, it's about coming together. Like, 
what's that African proverb? If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Oh, I love that. Oh, that reminds me of the two. Have you heard about the children running to the philanthropists or what do they call people that study people? That's, oh, what do they call? Anthropologists, um, sorry. Yeah. Um, and he was out and he was with African children. He put some fruit in the tree. He said, whoever runs, you know, get it, get it. It's your fruit, it's your fruit. And they all just held hands and ran. They were like Ubuntu, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all win. That's what it's about. Exactly. And it's funny because we don't think that's possible, but we only don't think it's possible because we've learned another way. Because of, so now because of what they've told us, yeah. Just unlearn it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, it's been so beautiful <laughs> talking. It's Going not as hard as it seems. It. And we're all here to walk each other home. So, you know, reach yeah. out and please do. Get on Clubhouse with Hussein. Join the Global Stand for Love. Stand on your sacred hill. And even if you can't get to a sacred site, you can just be in your garden, set pure intention on the 30th of March for three days. Invite people to be healed. Get some music going. You know, just have a party and align with the highest, brightest and best timeline for us all. That would be great. Yeah. That's going to they be see amazing. the temple, the mosque, the synagogue. Yes, it's within. It. It's within. It's within. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Just look inside. Just go inside. Yes, yes. Please do. It's so the time, you know, and we are supported. We are loved. We are precious. And we're held. We're absolutely held. And so if you're scared about stepping into a new, just a new way of being, don't be because there's so, and you're not alone, okay? Remember that. Get on Twitch TV. Join Tribe to Thrive on Facebook. Community collaboration connection all the way. Okay, I'm going to say goodbye now. I'm going to stop recording. Thanks, JC. All right, my darling. Lots of love. And don't forget, we can go from zero to freedom together and then back to zero point. And we can add adventure and humanness too.